0: Mendocino County Remembered, oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976, read by Linda Pack. Today, from Upper Redwood Valley, the recollections of Luella Williams, born 1874. July 11, 1892. I stood before the Mineral Springs District School in Upper Redwood Valley to begin my career as school teacher. I was 18 years old. I had passed the March examination given in Ukiah by the Mendocino County Board of Education and had received a certificate for teaching in the elementary schools of the county. Mineral Springs had engaged me for their fall term at the munificent salary of $45 per month. Upper Redwood Valley at that time was a wild country with homes miles apart. One family of children walked two miles to school. I walked over a mile. A part of my way led along a path that cut through a portion of the thicket of manzanita and chaparral brush that covered most of Upper Redwood Valley. At my feet, sometimes I noticed the tracks in the path. Well, I went ahead of the children to school until the boys one day told me those were bear tracks. So after that, I walked to school with the children. My schoolhouse was a one-room, unpainted building facing west. It was made of redwood planks standing on end with battens over the cracks in between. Two windows were on the south side and two on the north. And a well on the north side of the house furnished the coldest, clearest, best water I ever drank. Inside the building was as unpainted as the outside. The teacher's desk was a table with a drawer and her seat a rawhide bottom chair. Children’s desks were roughly built and double for seating and nothing in the room was painted. A shelf at one side of the door held a tin water bucket and a tin washpan. A long-handled tin tin dipper, a long-handled tin dipper was for use by all, without discrimination. On a nail over the washpan hung the towel. THE uh, towel. I soon learned to take it home at the weekend and give it a good boiling out myself, for no other towel was to be found to take the place of THE towel. As for the dipper, I washed it almost every recess before I used it. At nine o'clock, I stood on the doorstep and rang the bell. It was like a cowbell. The pupils formed in line. And I counted, left, right, left, right, for them to march inside and be seated. There was no flag salute. My school numbered 14 pupils. One tall boy was 18 years of age. Well, I was a few months older. Every eye was upon me. I was well covered in a blue cotton dress, homemade. My skirt swept my ankles below the tops of my high-topped black-button shoes. I wore black cotton stockings, which of course were never glimpsed. My sleeves reached my wrists and my collar was snug around my neck and under my chin. I had worn a hat to school. Of course, everybody in those days wore a hat to go only to the garden gate. And the hat I wore was a straw sailor. Now, I remember it especially well because I was told it was almost the exact color of my hair. The girls in front of me were as modestly clothed as I was. Their skirts were only slightly shorter than mine, and the colors worn were dull. Their hair hung in long braids tied at the ends with ribbon or string, and their bonnets were pretty with bows under their chins, the principal attempt at gaiety in their dress. Older boys never, never removed their coats in schoolroom. It would have been bad manners to have done so. Younger boys, up to 12 years or so, wore knee trousers buttoned up to calico or gingham waists. Most of them were barefooted, and I had no problem of discipline. But absence was dreadful. Girls stayed at home to help with the washing a day every week. Boys helped their fathers in the fields sometimes for three days at a time. One day, I was absent myself. I was too ill to go to school. Well, what to do? There were not no substitutes within miles, and there was no telephone with which to call the homes. But, of course, there was that big boy and a horse. So he Paul-revered the district, and that was that. You've been listening to The Recollections of Luella Williams. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums, libraries, and historical societies. A full listing of Mendocino County Remembered episodes and selected audio archives can be found at lindapack.net. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.